0: Welcome to This Is Influence. It's a show about how B2B brands and execs can become more influential. My guest this week is Nada al kutbi the geo-social media leader at IBM. This is just an absolute masterclass on how to work with internal and external subject matter experts to increase awareness and build brand audiences for IBM, one of the biggest technology brands in the world. And we discuss everything from how to design and run global influencer programs, how to get the leadership team brought in, how to encourage the C-suite to create thought leadership, and how to measure your success along the way. If you're interested in any of that stuff, then you're absolutely going to love this conversation. This is old. This is new. This is influence. Unada Al-Kutby, welcome to This Is Influence.
1: Thank you so much for, for that introduction and for having me as a guest um, on your show.
0: It's a real pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for doing it. So, the first question that we ask everyone, Nada, what does influence mean to you?
1: Um, So, for me, to put it simply, influence is the ability to have an impact or effect on someone or something. Um, So, for example, being able to persuade somebody or being able to inspire or change someone's behavior. Um, So, for example, for me, you know, personally, Um, my best friend um, influences me. So her opinion could persuade me or change my behavior. And um, in the professional world, our social VP at IBM um, also influences me because he inspires me and has had um, such a positive impact um, on me.
0: Absolutely love that. We we met at on B2B Social Trailblazers event last year in in back end of 2022 and your talk was called Eminence through Influence how IBM is creating eminence through integrating influencers and subject matter experts and the program performed really really well but before we get into the details of the program let's back up for our listeners and really explain What was the problem that IBM was trying to solve that led you to that program in the first place?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The problem we wanted to solve was to educate the market and the world on who we are and what we do. And so the Let's Create campaign was IBM's campaign to reintroduce itself to the world and to articulate what we stand for as a brand whilst educating the world on who we are and what we do. And an invitation from IBM is an invitation to create. So in summary, we join the forces of people, ideas, technologies, and organizations um, to change how the world works. And today's IBM is much more open to partnership, ideas, and innovation than ever before. So for me, really, this was a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be involved in a campaign like this. And I had the privilege of leading the influencer marketing strategy, both for the external influencer campaign and the employer advocacy plan.
0: And and just for our listeners, what, what do we mean when we say employee eminence?
1: So for me, the definition of employee eminence is what people would say about your employees when they're not in the room. Hmm. So it's what you are or want to be known for, what your area of expertise is. It's basically your personal brand and, and reputation.
0: So I'm just really curious to really understand in this age of social media that we're in, with so many subject matter experts, both internally and externally, should everyone work on improving their eminence?
1: I think everyone should consider it. I think people should ask themselves the question of why they want to build their personal eminence and brand. Um, I think people need to also kind of ask ask themselves what is being eminent going to do for them or for their audience. And I think if they've got good enough answers for either of these questions, then it's worth the time and effort in building their personal brand. Um, So I really think it depends on your goals. Um, I appreciate that it's not for everybody. And it it really does take time and and investment. Uh, But one of my favorite quotes from the event that we attended was when Daniel Guzman said, it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. Um, so I, re- I think if you're in an industry where you are trying to build connections, build relationships with people and influence others, then I think it, it is important that you look to build your personal eminence and brand. Um, for me, really, the main goal was to find that community um, of experts that I can insert myself into to be able to share my knowledge and experience with them and help others, but also to be able to learn um, from other people's um, experiences and other like-minded um, thought leaders. Um, I think also the data shows um, that people trust people and leaders who are active on social media for work than those who are not. And employees prefer to work for CEOs and leaders who use digital and social media. So it's really interesting to also see what, oh, here, what the data is showing.
0: So a couple of things jump out to me there, Nada. The first is you mentioned CEOs or the, or the C-suite growing their their eminence. Now, even though some CEOs may have great subject matter ex- expertise, and you might want to encourage them to put their brand a- and their voice out there, they may not be the most charismatic people. They may not be great at articulating themselves either in written format or on video. Um, how do you encourage members of the C-suite or the CEO
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, to grow their eminence if they're not ne- necessarily comfortable doing that?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really great question. Um, I think it's really important that we first ask them the question of, you know, what, what their goals are, what they're trying to achieve from being socially eminent. Um, and, you know, do they kind of have a visibility plan on, on their goals, what they want to be known for? Um, so I think that's important. And, and I think it's important that we, we work with execs and SMEs who really see the value and, and want to do it. Um, and I think in terms of confidence, I think it is important that they come across as, you know, that the content they create and the way they show up on social is as authentic as it can be. And so um, they've got to be comfortable with with the format, with the channel. Um, you know, so I wouldn't want to ask an exec to, appear in a TikTok if if that's not a channel that they want to be on or comfortable being on. And I think it's really important that when we do identify execs and subject matter experts um, to create content, that we have that conversation around which channels, what format. Um, And we know that some people are better at writing than appearing in front of the camera. And I think that's absolutely okay. Um, I do think people can be coached, though, um, and can improve uh, in terms of the, the way they communicate and the way they show up. Um, but I really think authenticity is key and, and they've got to be comfortable with the format and with the channel. Um, and I know that it's not for everybody. Um, but also, you know, there are huge benefits from improving your social eminence and presence and building your connections and network. And it's important that, um, we, we explain the results and explain the, the benefits to them personally in connecting with like-minded individuals, really positioning themselves as thought leaders and, and building their, um, eminence on social.
0: I'm not comfortable on TikTok either, so that's one thing. What's <laughs> one thing I share with lots of CEOs? Um, let's let's talk about your campaign in, in a bit more detail. What what were you hoping to achieve at the beginning of the campaign?
1: So the campaign aimed to articulate what we stand for as a brand um, whilst educating the audiences on who we are and, and what we do. And so the content was meant to bring to life IBM's capabilities around hybrid cloud, AI infrastructure, um, security, and and automation. And so we thought this would be the perfect opportunity to identify B2B tech influencers who can help us celebrate and demonstrate what this new brand platform um, means.
0: And just talk us through what the campaign looked like and and what the results were.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the, the external influencer campaign Um, was broken down into two phases. So phase one focused on identifying seven B2B tech influencers who engaged with IBM's branded content around the launch um, and participated in an emoji brainstorm on Twitter. So the emoji brainstorm was all about sharing world-changing ideas that could be possible with IBM tech. And uh, just for context, the tweet was the next how did they do that idea can come from anywhere. So let's give it a shot. Give us three emojis and we'll start brainstorming. Hashtag, let's create. So that was the tweet that went out from IBM. And obviously we had lots of different people, our followers engage in, in the content and respond to the thread and the tweets. Um, and we had our top 10 C-suite execs participate as well as our most influential IBMers. So those people were handpicked based on their influence and um, how socially active they are. Phase two, we collaborated with eight B2B tech influencers and focused more on creating um, long form uh, thought leadership content, um, again, around uh, our capabilities. And what was so great about this second phase of the campaign was that influencers came forward with suggestions and ideas on what content they wanted to create. And so we had a variety of different formats um, across different channels. And you can really just see the authenticity in the content that was was being created in it. And it really resonated with um, the influencers' followers.
0: And that's really important, Nada, isn't it? it? Instead of shoehorning the content into the influencers, actually getting them to co-create the content themselves and suggest yeah. what content they feel more comfortable with.
1: Absolutely. And, and and then we had like a real variety of different formats, different channels, you know, from Instagram stories um, to longer form content, written blogs on LinkedIn, YouTube videos, podcasts. Um, so a real variety of content in different formats. And then um, we had them kind of co-create this content and interview our subject matter experts and execs. Um, and it was really great because the influencers... Some of them knew exactly which IBM um, executive or subject matter expert they wanted to interview. And you can just really see the passion and excitement in the content created. And actually, the best performing content was where we had IBM as a peer in the content or was co-created. So they were interviewing our subject matter experts for their for their thoughts and perspectives. Um, in terms of results, one of our main KPIs, um, particularly for this, uh, for this, the Emerge Your Brainstorm activation was on platform engagements um and so this post drove two and a half times our average um, benchmark for posts on Twitter last year and the influencer content exceeded platform benchmarks for sponsored content by over a 1000% and exceeded average engagements in the tech industry by over 1500% but why why do I think the campaign did so well um three main reasons so one as I mentioned, we co-created the brief with the influencers. So they came forward with suggestions and ideas and what they wanted to do. Um, and therefore the, the content was, you know, really was the kind of, um, content that their, their, their followers expected to see on the platform was native to their platforms. Um, secondly, we worked with advocates of the brand. So many of these influencers, we actually have a long standing relationship, you know, established relationship, um, with them. And then the third, um, kind of reason is, we focused on a small kind of a group of our most influential IBMers rather than trying to get the whole entire, you know, hundreds of thousands of IBMers to be social around the campaign. We really focus on those that we know will, you know, drive the biggest impact and results, those mo- most influential individuals.
0: Mm. And this is the first time that you'd ever run this sort of campaign. What were you expecting the results to be right at the beginning?
1: I think, honestly, particularly the Emoji Brainstorm campaign or, you know, activation, um, I don't know what to expect. I I think the the post focuses on engagement. So obviously we're asking people to comment, um, add their opinions. Um, You know, we we, we had to make sure that we we do the social listening there and then and and respond um, to people's comments and and, and engage with with the content. So it, it is an engagement post. I didn't know in, you know, how the content will perform. And same for the external influencer content that we created for phase two. I, I think I love the fact that we had a variety of different formats and, and I had an idea on, I think what would work. Um, but you kind of don't really know until the campaign launches and, um, and then you really look back at the results and, and see what resonates. Um, but I think that the content that resonated best is, is where it's, you can see the passion come through in the discussions. You know, it's native to the influencers' content, and it's a sort of thing that the audiences would expect to see. Um, but I think, yeah, really impressed with the results um, that we've seen from from the influencer campaign. Mm.
0: And and how did you find the right influencers, both internally and, and externally? I mean, that's a challenge that a lot of people thinking about doing a similar thing come up come up against. You know, how do I, even if I find identify the right influencers, how do I Persuade them to create this content, especially internal influencers. Um, Any any advice? Any advice you can share there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So internally, we actually had a list of our top 200 most influential IBMers. So we worked with an agency to um, to kind of do this research and this analysis. And the criteria they had uh, was a couple of things. They had, you know, obviously we were looking at specific topics. um, So if those influencers would talk to those six, five or six capability topics that I mentioned earlier. Um, The second thing was if they had over a thousand followers. And then um, the third thing was whether they were socially active, like consistently publishing content and engaging. Um, And so we had this list already with our top 200 most influential IBMers. And that was really helpful to then look at that list, tap into it and have that ready to then identify, right, which IBMers do we want to, Involve specifically or ask them to take part in the emoji brainstorm and participate in the campaign overall. Um, and then we also had like each of the countries and their social strategists across IBM globally, they have a view of who their most influential evangelists are as well. Obviously they work closely, um, in those, in those countries with those individuals. And so they then ran briefing sessions with those five, uh, 10 to 15 most influential evangelists in those countries. Um, and so we made sure that the strategy was communicated and it was really clear what actions we wanted those evangelists to take um, on social from this campaign. From an external influencer perspective, we worked with our agencies to help us, um, you know, provided a brief and to help us identify influences based on uh, our strategy for for the for the brand launch. Um, and they came back with uh, suggestions of influences um, based on those topics and based on the objective of the campaign. Um, and but the, but most of the influences we did work with were influences we have had an existing long long term relationship with.
0: and And also how did you make sure that your campaign was integrated into the wider marketing efforts and, and strategy of the business?
1: Yeah, so the important thing here is that, the influencer program actually came out of the marketing strategy direction, not the other way around. Um, so rather than deciding we want an influencer program and then shoehorning um, into whatever the latest strategy is, we built the program from the ground up um, with the you know the right strategy at the starting point, and it means we really get the right people with the right direction from the off. Um, and IBM strategy is to be the leading hybrid cloud and AI platform company. And that immediately shaped the criteria for influencer um, selection, content opportunities, and long-term relationship expectations and and so on. I think a good question to ask with any campaign that you're running, um, whether what you're working on is aligned to your overall business and marketing objectives. You know, everything you do really should be aligned to like your core campaigns. Mm,
0: Agreed. So wider marketing strategy first, and then the influencer campaign off, off the back of that, as it definitely should be. Absolutely. So talk about how this was sold into the wider stakeholders. Um, uh, obviously, this was something that was led by marketing, because it was a core part of the marketing strategy. But any skepticism with other senior leaders? And kind of how did you overcome that?
1: Yeah. So because the campaign came from the top down, I was lucky in that I didn't have to pitch this, you know, to, to our senior leadership team. Um, because obviously I just kind of, kind of got given the, the, strategy and the budget and, and just asked to, to plan and execute it. Um, however, we have been on a journey around influencer marketing at IBM over the years, um, where we at every opportunity would pitch influencer marketing to our senior leadership team. We would showcase our case studies, our best practices, our results um, and, and explain the benefits. So we've reached a point now where we, you know, we finally have a seat at the table. Um, the only pushback we had was, um, to do with the emoji brainstorm. So one of the execs didn't want to participate in the emoji brainstorm and just didn't feel like it aligned to, you know, the way he showed up on social and his tone. And that was completely fine with me. And actually I appreciated that candid and, and honest feedback, um, and from them.
0: So what advice do you have for marketers on how to make their influencer programs more cost effective? There's pressure on budgets everywhere, it seems, especially first part of 2023 with economic pronouncements for the economy being, being what they are. Um, what advice do you have on how to make these sorts of programs as cost effective as possible?
1: Yeah. So I, I think financial incentives and compensation isn't the only thing that influencers look for when partnering with a brand. Um, I think a good question to ask is what's in it for the influencer? So for some influencers, it might be access to speak at events, or it might be the opportunity to connect with executives and like-minded subject matter experts. Um, or it could be the kind of amplification and support that they'd get from our branded channels um, for their content. Um, or it might be behind the scenes experiential kind of tours um, or sharing with them exclusive information and kind of um, behind the scenes um, news. Um, so a second tip I would give is also to find your fans. So find the advocates for your brand. There could be influencers out there already positively talking about your brand um, how can you partner with these individuals? So these individuals will probably be more likely to be open to collaborating without payment. Um, and um, I know that research shows the majority of influencers, regardless of audience size, are willing to do free work if they believe in the product or cause. 72% of influencers would work with a brand for free, 69% of which if they believe in the product or cause, and 67% to build the initial relationship.
0: Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question that you've probably been dreading <laughs> not looking forward to. What didn't go so well? Uh, what could have been improved? And how do you make sure that you get even better results next time?
1: I think the, the, the two things that we probably struggled with the most. So one was actually getting commitment from IBMers to take part. So we had the budget confirmed. We had the influencers agreed. Um, we had ideas from the influencers on what they wanted to do. And the biggest challenge we actually had was to have IBMers commit to be interviewed and to co-create the content. Um, and I think this 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 is this is a challenge not just for this campaign. Like we this is something that across the board we just we find across our programmes is probably the biggest challenge. And I think what I would do differently is I'd have a list and a view of who your subject matter experts are and your evangelists per market. Um, already available with kind of details on their persona, what kind of content they're comfortable creating. Are they comfortable speaking at events? Are they comfortable being in front of the camera or being interviewed um, or writing content? Um, So having that information would really, really help up front. I also think taking the time to demonstrate and explain to the IBM subject matter experts what's in it for them personally. So the benefits around building their personal brand, connecting them with external influencers who are authoritative, um, just giving them the opportunity to position themselves as a thought leader. And the other challenge we had was time. So it feels like with every campaign we run, again, not just specific to the Let's Create campaign, we have really tight deadlines and we always, always say we wish we started earlier. And whether it's for an event or identifying influences to collaborate with. And I just think we underestimate how long it takes to complete the brief, identify, understand our goals or objectives, how long it takes to then identify the right influences, connect them with the right subject matter experts, facilitate those introductions and conversations, and then reviewing the content, approving it before it goes out. So I just felt like we needed longer lead time, for the campaign. But what we ended up doing is having the kind of two phases for, for the launch. So we, we met the deadline of the launch by having the first phase and the first set of influencers engaging with the content. And then we had the second phase, which um, we delivered slightly later post-launch.
0: How do you work with the CEO or members of the C-suite to build their eminence, uh, grow their thought leadership if, you know, they have a challenge in that area?
1: I love I love this question and and I really like this question because I felt like I've invested quite a lot of time in the last twelve months in building my own personal brand and and you mentioned at the start I'm taking part in the IBM Thought Leadership Program and it's all about helping me kind of build my eminence so I'm really grateful for that and I have got five or six kind of tips to share so one. Practice your ABCs. So ABC stands for audience before content. And remember that it's not about, it's not about you, it's always about your audience. And so we kind of need to get over ourselves and focus on what our audiences want to hear and learn versus what we want to share um, and say. Secondly, audit your social media profiles, make sure they are up to date, but also take the time to capture your SSI score, your number of followers, like look at what your KPIs and objectives are and agree on those and monitor and track your progress over time. Thirdly, find your white space and your niche. So what is it that you want to be known for? Um, build out that visibility plan and um, really think about how you can differentiate yourself and, and your content or your perspective. How can you share your personal experience? How can you add your own spin on things? And then fourth tip um, is to focus on engagement. So I think often we forget in social that social media really is about people. It's about relationships. It's about conversations. So take the time to listen, take the time to engage and comment on other people's posts, and they will do the same for you. And then the fifth tip is to find the experts and insert yourself in that community. Um, Like I said, I've, I've been so lucky to have built relationships with people purely from social media and have had the opportunity to be part of a community where I'm able to learn from them, but also able to share my knowledge and experience to help others as well. And then the sixth one is to embrace failure. Not every post or everything you do on social will go viral, and that's okay. And don't be disheartened by it. I think, you know, adopt a growth mindset. Um, remember, it's progress over perfection, and only compare yourself to yourself and not to others.
0: Nada, that's a great summary of the key lessons learned there. So many practical takeaways for our audience.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is um, I, li- I like this question.
0: Nada, thank you so much for doing this.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed having this uh, this discussion and conversation with you.
0: This Is Influence is a production of Bridge Growth, the B2B influencer agency for technology brands. I could not produce this amazing show without our crack staff here at Bridge. Tyler Baller is our booker. Sean Ranwala is our production assistant. Krzysztof Błaszczyk is our executive producer. I'm Nathan Alibaba. You've been listening to This Is Influence.